You can create a lot of impactful content that will positively affect your business. That's according to our next guest, Beck Power, and she's a content expert and is 100% sure that content can help your business. Beck is especially good at repurposing a little content and turning it into a lot. You don't want to miss this talk. Welcome in once again. It's Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International. This is episode number number 110 and we begin right now. Oh, three things before we get started. First of all, I recorded this in late April to timestamp this for you, late April 2020. So as you're listening to this, you'll kind of get a framework of when I was talking to Beck. Second of all, I had some minor hits on my Skype. My Skype sometimes has a mind of its own and it's all arable, but uh, you'll hear some drop-offs here and there. So uh, it's not too distracting, but I wanted to make you aware of it. And then also when I recorded this, I thought this was going going to be episode number 100. I was pretty close. It's actually 110. So, all right, here we go. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Litnikoff. Excited to have another guest, Beck Power. And I'll tell you what, I love what she does. I'm going to explain it in just a second. Then we're going to bring Beck in because she'll give us a more wide-ranging look at her bio. But you can check out her website at beckpower.me. And that's B-E-C-K, power, and then dot M-E. And she really gives you, and I'm looking at her website right now, Authority Content for Thought Leaders. And I'll just read some things from her site. Find out what authority content platform you should build. Discover how to effectively and consistently create authority content. And learn how she repurposes content to turn one video or podcast episode into hundreds of pieces for her clients. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. That's pretty exciting. We have not had anybody on the podcast yet that does that sort of thing. So, Beck. Welcome to the podcast, and uh, thanks for being here, and maybe you could tell us a little more about what you do. Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much for having me, Jeff. Super excited about this. Uh, so you summed it up pretty nicely, I, it's, and it's really easy what I do. It's pretty straightforward. I help thought leaders, so entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, coaches, uh, to create more content to be more of an authority in their brand, right? So or in the industry. So usually what we do is kind of most of it is taking content and repurposing it. So turning one video into 30 videos and, you know, 30 different quotes and quote cards and a whole bunch of uh, different posts to Facebook and things like that. So I've developed a pretty cool system where we, we do that for people. But there's another part of it, and that's, a, you know, you read a little bit about it from my site. We create authority content platforms. I don't know if I coined this. I don't remember where I heard it, if I heard it. But an authority content platform is literally just a podcast or an interview series on YouTube or a, a Facebook group interview series or a video podcast or anything that where you're creating authority by being seen with other people, right? So there's really two parts to to being an authority and, and within what I'm talking about. And one of them is being seen with other people in your niche. And the other one is being seen a lot. Have you, uh, I, mean, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but sometimes you get you're told really by people like, wow, you look like you're absolutely killing it. You're doing amazing. 
And I laugh when I hear that. I hear it all the time. And it's not because I'm absolutely killing it or doing amazing. I am doing that. But it's not really the reason. They're saying that because they've seen me everywhere, right? They've seen me in so many places that they're like, whoa, she must be doing really, really well. And so that's what I, that's what I achieve for my clients. And that's pretty much how it works. I tell you what, this really resonates with me. I'm a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk and Gary, mm-hmm. Gary V. As a lot of people know him, and he always says that if you think you have enough content, you don't. You don't have nearly enough content. <laughs> and so, what's 100%. your what's your opinion on all that? Because people don't realize how much they really do need to break through the clutter. Uh, and this is such a great point. I love Gary. And when people have some content, you know, they've done a podcast, for example. You know, they did a podcast one week. And then the next week they did an interview with somebody and they're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing the things, I'm putting out the content. It seems to them because they can see all their own content that they're putting a lot out, but it's just not true because most people won't see, you know, 10% of your content, right? They just won't see it. And so you're left there going, well, I don't understand why I'm doing better. You know, I'm not an authority in my niche yet. People aren't calling me up and asking me for quotes or features or interviews or things like that. And you feel like you're doing really well and you're just not. And it's a great point about Gary Vee because, you know, he, I've heard him um, tell businesses that they need to be posting a thousand times a day on LinkedIn. He's <laughs> like, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. than most people, right? I mean, it's that insane. guy, you know, you, he never sleeps, of course, ahead. but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he does. Yeah, he definitely is not sleeping. Um, and I recently had an experience where I had a client or it was, it was a sales call turned into a client where they were looking to they were looking to get on more podcasts, they were looking to create some content because uh, they weren't they just weren't marketing enough, right? They just were they they were marketing a bit. Uh, and it was mainly at like trade shows and things like that and they're working with corporates. And my question to them really quickly was um, okay, great, well how often are you posting on LinkedIn? Which is pretty obvious, pretty obvious to you too, Jeff, like get on LinkedIn. And they said zero times a day. And I said, all right, well, we're going to start by posting on LinkedIn 30 times a day. And the guy nearly fell off his chair because, um, <laughs> you know, that was so far from what they were doing. You know, they were going out making personal relationships in person at events. And obviously now, you know, this was literally a week before COVID happened. And as soon as that happened a week later, they were so glad they hired me. Because all their business was suddenly gone and they had to start working on LinkedIn. They had to start creating more content. And so that's literally what we've done with them is create a podcast, a video podcast show, and start repurposing it into hundreds of pieces of content on LinkedIn. Okay, so this is interesting to me because obviously I'm a podcast host and producer. And Mm. I've done dozens of episodes And as we're recording this right now, I usually record about four or five months ahead of time. So I can't I can't sometimes remember what I had for breakfast. I can't tell you right now what your (laughs) podcast number is going to be. But I know you should probably be close to like the hundredth episode by the time this is out and out there. So my question to you is like, say I come up to you and I say, Beck, you know what? I'm a podcast producer. I interview women in business every week. Uh, What would you do for me? How would you approach what I do to make me an authority? Mm. Great question, Jess. So it's really, um, I had this conversation with someone the other day. It's so clear to me, you know, I was chatting with somebody 
and they they had a podcast that had 250 episodes or something. And I said, what are you doing with those uh, old podcasts? And he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, are, they, are you promoting them at all? Like, what happens to them after they're recorded? And she said, oh, nothing. And I was like, what? There's so many people who have dropped gold in your podcast and really great people who you've interviewed who are, you know, high profile and lots of great quotes. And, and I think, honestly, all of the podcasts that I've encountered have the same problem. They're, they're dropping all these great episodes and then the, it's almost like, you know, tweeting. Seven minutes later, what's the point? It's like you never did it. It's just kind of there in the ether. And what I do now with podcasts is the same as I do with videos, right? It's a little bit easier, granted, because it's not as much, you know, the files aren't as big and things like that. But we just literally post the podcast. And you know, I recognize that if you, had, if you made one five years ago, it's probably not going to be as relevant now. But we take podcasts and we do the same thing. We chop it up into pieces. We make little videos out of it with, um, you know, those little wavelength symbols that are moving? I forget yeah, what they call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we create a whole bunch of those um, and we pull out. So it's a, listen, is it okay if I just explain the process of how we look? Oh, please. I, I, I know our listeners would be fascinated by that. I know I would. Great, great. Well, you can sign up for this on my website. I'll show you exactly how we do it, but I'm going to tell you right now. So we take the video or the podcast or whatever the main cornerstone content file is, and we upload it. We get uh, transcriptions. We get a transcription of it. We grab the audio if it's a video. We split it off. And then we go through, and we pull out all the best quotes that have been used, and we pull out all the best, just what you'd, you'd eventually turn into Facebook or LinkedIn posts. And then I go through them. I actually go through them myself still. I want to make sure that we do a really good job of grabbing, you know, making sure the context is right and all that sort of thing. And I have, the team does everything else except I do, I do go through and grab all the quotes and all the posts and things like that. And I'll mark off what parts are videos, what parts are um, posts, and what parts are quotes. So I'll go through all that and mark them all off in different Google Docs. It's really, our system is really easy. We use um, Google Docs, Google Drive for all of our stuff. And so everyone knows what their job is. And so someone goes and transcribes, grabs the audio. I go in and do the stuff. Then someone take, jumps in and takes all the posts and turns them into videos. If it's podcasts, obviously we turn them into those wavelengthy videos. So they're not, we just use your brand colors and things like that that we've got. And then at the end of the month, or it actually takes us about 14 days, we will have a whole folder filled with 100 pieces of content from one video. Pretty amazing. That, that is incredible, and it sounds like really anybody could take advantage of that. So let's talk about people, because we have a lot of solopreneurs to people that are entrepreneurs that have several several employees to people that work in big corporations, all that stuff. And maybe there are people that are listening right now that maybe aren't necessarily even at the step of producing a podcast or something like that, where you could kind of pull that stuff out. But I bet you that you have solutions for anybody at any level of business. So maybe talk to people listening right now. If they're like, ah, oh, I don't even have a podcast. I, oh, I guess I can't work with Beck. Talk to them <laughs> and, and tell them how they can, because it sounds like it's almost, it sounds like almost like magic to me. You can, you can create mm-hmm. all this stuff from just a little bit of content. So maybe if you could explain how anybody could take advantage of this. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said at the beginning, there's two parts to this really. One, one is uh, creating an authority content platform, like I mentioned, and the other one is doing the repurposing. So for people who have already got podcasts and already got stuff, absolutely we can repurpose it. You don't, you don't need much help to find guests 
or do anything to create your podcast. You've already got it going. It's going well. But if you're just starting out and you want to create some kind of authority platform, it's, I mean, it's pretty easy to do. I'm working on some resources to um, have people be able to set these up, you know, in one day. Like, how do you – it seems – because I know it seems overwhelming to people just to set up a podcast, which is, to me, mental because I've set up seven or eight podcasts before and, and it's fairly easy to find guests as far as I'm – you know, as far as my experience goes. And there's so there's, – there's a few things to get lined up and you get those lined up and it's done. So I'm working on creating that kind of content. But I do think that creating something, some sort of authority content platform, is so important. If you're a thought leader or if you want to be a thought leader or an authority in your industry, you have to create content. I mean, I have, I just did a webinar the other day on how I've got 17 different revenue streams that you can use in COVID. And like everyone's next question, I've done this webinar tons of times, everyone's next question is, yeah, great, but how do I get people to buy it, right? How do I do the marketing? Well, guess what? Content. Content is the answer to just about everything in online business. If you're creating tons of content and getting it in front of people, you become the go-to person and you can sell more of your products. You get more followers. You make more of an impact in the world. It's um, starting whichever kind of platform you're most comfortable with. Nowadays, is uh, just in this climate, I know that whenever this launches is going to be well, we don't know what the world's going to look like then, but in a year's time, there's going to be way less room for your content than there is right now. Now is the best time that you can, the best time to go all in on content. And let me timestamp this for the listeners right now. As Beck and I are recording this, it's April 23rd, uh, 2020. And of course, we are still both in lockdowns. It's the coronavirus uh, pandemic is still very much active at this point, uh, hoping by the time you are actually listening to this interview, we're <laughs> back out into our lives. So, uh, Beck, just mm-hmm. real quick before we – we got about a minute before we have to head into the last few questions. But uh, And you just alluded to it, but maybe sum up like in an elevator pitch and talk to the people listening right now about why it's so important to be an authority these days. Because I think that right now um, you really have to – Almost be your own brand, in, even if you are a, mm-hmm. a, a company. You have to define who you are. Otherwise, I think that people aren't willing to take the step to buy from you or engage with you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, people don't buy from companies or brands. They buy from people. If you're interested in finding out who you are and trusting you and building a relationship with you, it becomes really important for you, even like you said, if you're an e-commerce store or something like that, it's, it's important for you to build that trust with people and and trust takes time to build. It's putting out quality content. It's putting out very, very consistent content. And I think just even compared to last year, you know, a year later, it's, it's even more important than it was last year to have a, like an online personality where you're putting out content, you're putting out whatever your message is to the world. You have to put that out consistently and you have to put it out in a way that, people will perceive you as an authority because online perception is reality. You know, you don't have to actually have all this stuff you do and you don't have to, I'm not saying you have to pretend, but if someone sees you with, you know, a leader in your industry, you automatically are perceived as someone that that guy hangs out with, right? So you must be legit. 
And it's just a perception of reality part of uh, online business. And it's, it's been the same for a long time and it's becoming even more important now. Well, Beck, let's head into the resource section. And, of course, I am going to suggest that people visit beckpower.me and check out all of your resources. There's a video right there so people can learn more about you and whatnot. But let's talk about resources you might suggest to people that might inspire them. Well, I definitely have some apps that are really helpful. Firstly, otter.ai, O-T-T-E-R.ai. That's what I use for transcripts and subtitles and that type of stuff. I use Headliner app to make videos, just the word headliner. If you Google it, you'll find it. And let's see. I mean, I read books. I read so many books. <laughs> it's hard to remember which ones I really like. I just finished Becoming by Michelle Obama. I found that super interesting, particularly as she differentiates between growth mindset and fixed mindset, which is a concept I learned in Carol Dweck's book, called Mindset. And really what the, the difference of those, if you haven't heard them, is um, a growth mindset is, or a fixed mindset is when you try something and you're like, I'm not good at it, or I suck, I'm out, and just stop. But a fixed mindset is putting an effort and growing a little bit every day and knowing that you'll see improvement. And that's a, a growth mindset is something that I really am um, always striving to develop. Yeah, I'll tell you what, there's always something to learn. It gets overwhelming at times, but boy, there is always Absolutely. always something to learn. All right, well, we're going to turn the interview over to you. I'm going to hand the mic over to you. Of course, we're both in lockdown, so I can't hand it to you directly. I'll have to just hand mm-hmm. it to you virtually. But, uh, well, I'd be doing that anyway because we're doing this over Skype. But at any rate, my little, I guess my little coronavirus joke, which is I'm trying to... Uh, I'm trying, I've got cabin fever, so I'm telling bad jokes. And at any rate, uh, what would you like to address the audience with? I'd like to give you the floor, all kidding aside, and have you tell the listeners anything that you'd like to tell them as we close out the podcast. Sure. Well, um, my message is always about content. My podcast is called Create More Content. Everything's about content for me. And, and I was thinking today about whether every human has a message inside of them to give to the world. And I really think that people do, you know, if you were had one year to live and you were able to give the world the message that you, you have, what would that be? Because until that, until someone asked me that, I really thought like, oh yeah, create more content, do me do. But as soon as I realized, okay, well, if I only had one year to live, how would it change that? It would be a much deeper message. And so if you do have something or you do have a, you feel like you have a purpose and if you don't feel like you have one then definitely there are ways to figure out you know and create your own purpose but if you have some purpose or message then it's your job and your life's purpose to take that message and create experiences create content really and share it so that's why I'm so passionate about content and uh, that's my suggestion and message. Well, I thank you for sharing your great content with us. Again, the website is beckpower.me. Check her out. And Beck, thank you so much for spending time with us this week on the podcast. 
was a pleasure, Jeff. Thanks for having me. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, we feature Tony Patterson, who is a career mentor that specializes in coaching women to advance their careers. Now, it's not enough, according to Tony, to do good work. You need more. What more do you need? Well, find out in this interview. And here's a bit from Tony as she talks about how she intentionally found people to help her and much more. I found those people because I was looking for them, right? I was looking for them and I found them and that gave me the proof I needed. Okay, well, you don't have to be the loudest person in the room or the most flashy or interesting, right, person in the room in order to get your point across, in order to be successful, in order to make an impact in your profession. And once I had that, then I needed to figure out, kind of observe, test, right? There's a lot of social testing that goes on. Well, if I say this, you know, how, how is that going to be responded to? I know I feel this way about this issue, or I know I deserve this, or I know, you know, I want that great opportunity. I already know that by not saying anything, it's not going to come to me. Right. So I've got to find a way to say it. You know, if we're going to grow, it's not enough that people just listen to this podcast. Of course, hey, don't get me wrong. I really appreciate that you do. And then also my partners at Athena International appreciate that you do. However, if you'd like to help us take this to the next level, two things, two simple steps. Rate and review the podcast. The more ratings and reviews a podcast has, the easier it is to find. And then share episodes with your network. If you love this podcast and are a regular listener, help others find it. Myself and Athena International, thank you in advance, and we'll see you next week.